My first Kindoas is be in kindergarten. Restoration of the WPA models. I've been doing art restoration for 40 years here in Columbus. Mayfax OSSB style. Our legislative branch and what they do for work. No place is as important to the people than the Rotunda. What's the theme of the fishery? Oceans. Oceans. We get Krabby Patty. This is a game called Crab the Enemy. You can get a prize. So let's get started with from 2023. It's a senior dinner and it was good. We are going to celebrate the Braille Challenge winners. Are you ready? The words I touch, touch me back. I still don't believe that it's happening. Thank you for joining us on the OSSB podcast. This month we are excited to bring you news and events from the Ohio State School for the Blind. You don't recognize my voice. I am a new member on the podcast team. My name is Ellie, and I am an AI voice from Eleven Labs. Pretty cool, huh? And welcome back to the last podcast of the year, guys. How are we doing this morning? Good. 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 Yep. And then, hey, let's, you know, we're excited. This is the end of the school year. Uh, We're going to have an extra long podcast this month because we did not put one out in April. So this is the April, May 2023 podcast. How about that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Great. All right. So a lot of exciting things coming up in this one. I uh, do want you to remember, though, that we do use chapter indexing so you can jump to your favorite segment or we hope that you just didn't listen to the entire thing. Right. So, uh, Michaela, what's what's one exciting thing we got coming up in this podcast? Prom. Prom. We've got to talk about prom. That was great. That was last night. You kind of told us what happened there. So from your perspective, how did prom go? Um, overall, it was a blast. It was a blast. We all had fun. The food was amazing. Mm, what kind of food did you guys have? Barbecue chicken, mashed potatoes, rolls, and then for drinks, we had Coke, Sprite, and Diet Coke. Yeah. For yeah. dessert, we had double chocolate chip cookies, mm. chocolate chip cookies, cheesecake brownies, which were really good. Oh, man. And then... And then we danced, then we did king and queen, and then we had a bonfire, and we roasted s'mores, and I had a roasted Oreo. A roasted Oreo. Yeah. Okay, that sounds that sounds scrumptious there, Michaela. It, really it was really good. <laughs> Very good. All right, so yeah, we'll, we'll cover that crowning of the king and queen if somebody recorded that for me last night i don't know yet so jenna what athletic seasons do we finish up with this year we finish up swimming and forensic so we're gonna hear from coach graham coach olivia for swimming and coach johnson and coach truck for forensic all right, and congratulations to all those athletes and coaches for great seasons to to finish out the year. We also have senior showcase, and so far, uh, Michaela, you've got yours done, and uh, Jenna's going to do hers. I don't know about the rest of those seniors or not. I haven't heard from them, but uh, hopefully they'll take some time and come in and do that as well. Also, we had um senior dinner. Yeah, uh, senior dinner. That yeah. was in April. That was in April. And we do, I think we have some, some material for that. So 
Because you recorded, you did that one, didn't you, Jenna? It was Michaela. Me oh, and Michaela. That's right. You both, yeah. Collaboration on that. Right. A lot of end of the year fun activities we're going to cover as well. The art festival that the elementary students put on yesterday on May 18th uh, was really good. A lot of fun things happening out there. The theme for the art festival this year was oceans. So a lot of neat activities with an ocean theme were happening out on the new playground uh, yesterday. That new playground is out there in front of dining room four uh, outside. It's got that uh, rubberized surface. So uh, it was everybody was just bouncing around out there having a great time yesterday. We've got a roller skating trip coming up at the end of the year at Skate Zone 71. We'll try to do some coverage on that. Some some fun class activities that uh, teachers are doing as well. Have the ILS picnic. Yep, the ILS picnic's coming yeah, up. We do. So that's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah, so we're gonna cover all that. It's gonna be an exciting podcast. We're gonna get some stuff in here about the spring concert as well and spaghetti dinner. The Braille Challenge Awards have arrived. Those results are in. So we're going to have an assembly on May 25th. May 25th is going to be a busy day here at OSSB. We've got the Braille Challenge. We've got the recital. We've got the spaghetti dinner. And we've got the concert. We're going to jam-pack that in to one day. So (laughs) it's going to be a lot of activity going on. Uh, Anything else that I missed, guys? Um, We have senior trip on the 30th and 31st. Okay. Yeah, and where are you guys going? I know that we're going to Zumbi Bay one day, and then we're trying to get approved to go to the to a trampoline park on another day, mm-hmm. and then have lunch at Rooster. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Nothing better when it's warm outside than going to a water park. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not been to Zumbezi Bay yet, so you have to tell me how that goes. I haven't been since it was Wyandotte Lake, uh, and that was back in the day. That was a long time ago. So a lot in this podcast, and I uh, can't think of a better way to end the year when uh, than sharing all these fun activities that are going on right here at the Ohio State School for the Blind. So uh, make sure you sit back and listen. Oh, one more thing I forgot. When I was talking about the Arts Festival, we are going to do a segment on the th- on the models. Not the 3D models, but the actual models that was uh, work, pro- uh, work Progress um, Initiative. So we've got somebody in here to restore those and help out with that process. So we're going to be hearing about that and talking about the exhibition that's going on right now. May and June down at the Ohio State House. So if you want to go down there to the State House and check out those models, we've got a couple on display down there. So everybody sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride of the April May podcast OSSB. Style. There we go. Here's our April facts OSSB style. At OSSB, there is no school on April 7th and April 10th. The OSSB forensics team will be having virtual meets on April 12th and April 23rd. 
The OSSB swim team will travel to Illinois for a meet on April 15th and have a final meet at the end of April. The OSSB pep band is going on a trip for a softball game. April is the fourth month and has 30 days. April 1st is April Fool's Day. April's birthstone is the diamond. April's zodiac signs are the Aries and the Taurus. April's birth flower is the daisy. Daisies represent innocence, true love, and purity. April is humor month. April 22nd is Earth Day. April 28th is Arbor Day. April 29th is National Sense of Smell Day. April's moon is called the Pink Moon. There is a full moon on April 5th. In the United States, April celebrates the outdoors with National Garden Month, Keep America Beautiful Month, and National Wildlife Week. And those are your April facts? With SB style. All right, it is the month of May, and it is time for our senior showcase. We do it every year where we talk with our graduating seniors and talk about their favorite memories at OSSB. And we also talk about their future plans and what they're planning on doing after they graduate. And our first contestant on the Senior Showcase this year is our very own podcast team member, Michaela Pike. Good morning, Michaela. Welcome to the Senior Showcase. Good morning, Mr. Kelly. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you here. I mean, now you're on the other side of the mic, right? You're not doing the interviews. You're, You're being interviewed. Yes. How do you feel about that? Nervous, but overall, <laughs> I think it'll go good. I think it's going to go well, too. So uh, you you are here, you're graduating, and I know you're very excited about that. I am. Yeah. When did you uh, first come to OSSB? I first came to OSSB in kindergarten because I was in Miss Conrad's class with Trayvon. Okay. Were you guys the only two in the class, or were the other people in there, too? There was other people in there, too. Yeah, okay. All right. So you were just a, a little kid when you first came here. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what that was like when you came to OSSB back when you were in kindergarten? Well, I felt nervous because I didn't want to be here because I wanted to be home mm-hmm. with my family. Yeah. But now I'm used to being here, and I do miss my family sometimes, but not as much shame I got you. Yeah. Well, you you get older, and right? That's yeah. that's good. So, uh, came here from very early on. And um, what was it like growing up, uh, going to school school here at OSSB? It was, um, it was really fun. We had like we did all kinds of rec activities. We went to the mall and movies, and sometimes we would go out to eat and we would have dances. Mm-hmm. And, the, and it was all really fun. Yeah. Oh, and the food was good. Oh, yeah. It yeah. still is good. What, what was your favorite OSSB meal? Uh, meatloaf. Oh, the meatloaf. All right. <laughs> What's that, Trayvon? Meatloaf and mashed potatoes, Trayvon says. Okay, so if you're going to talk, remember, get up to that mic so we can hear you. Yeah, so we have the rest of the podcast team here with us um, as well. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. She's there, and good morning, Zach. 
Good morning. How's everyone doing today? Okay. And Trayvon, you're Good morning, here. guys. Oh, there he is. Okay. Coming, coming through loud and proud. So Michaela gets interviewed by the whole team. All right. So favorite OSSB meal was meatloaf. And Trayvon tacked on mashed potatoes with that. Mashed potatoes goes good with meatloaf. With some gravy on top. Yum, yum. All right. There you go. Early on, Michaela, did you get involved with sports? When you were um, elementary school? I got involved with track and field. And I remember when I went to the Bill Roby games. Oh, yeah. Down younger. in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Did you do little anesthesias? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I believe they called them peewee back then, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, back in the good old days. <laughs> right? Back when Mr. Kelly was coaching. Right? Yeah, you were. Yeah. So, yep, good. And then um, as you got older... Uh, you continue with track and field. I did. Yeah. Did you do any other sports here? I done girls on the run before mm-hmm. with Jenna. Yeah. I did do goalball once. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. Yeah. And then uh, you're in the marching band. Yes. Yeah. Talk about marching band a little bit. Flutist, right? Play, huh? Played flute, correct? You know what? I played trumpet. Oh. I knew that. I'm just messing with you. I know that. Did you always play trumpet? No, I played, when elementary, I played um the bass drum, then I did baritone, then I played trumpet. Yeah, yeah. Ending on a good note, playing yeah. the trumpet. Yeah, that's great. That's what I play, too. All right, so talk uh, talk about marching band. What was, did you, did you like that experience, being in the marching band? I did, because I liked um when... We all played together, and we all sounded good. Mm-hmm. And I liked all the trips we went on. Mm-hmm. The band weekends were fun, and the skull sessions. Oh, the skull sessions, yeah. Who's your marching assistant? Well, it switched around. Once I had Miss Olivia, mm-hmm. then Miss Johnson, and then once I think I had Miss Swisher. Okay. Yeah. Big shout out to those marching marching band assistants. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great playing in the band with everyone and, and doing all those trips. And what was your favorite band trip? Uh, when we went to Cedar Point. When you went to Cedar Point. Yeah, that's, that would be fun. Did you get on a roller coaster while you were there? Yeah, I did. Did you? It was fun. Yeah. Which one did you ride? Do you remember? No, but I did scream a lot. <laughs> well, that's the funnest <laughs> part about riding a roller coaster is yelling a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. What's that, Trayvon? Screaming on the top of your lungs. Yeah, that's right. What are you What are you looking forward to? What are you, What are you going to do after you graduate? After I graduate, I'm going to do the Edge program here at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Yes. Yeah. Are you uh, gonna You're gonna work on vocational stuff, right? Going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll do some internships at different job sites next year. I will. That's going to be good. All right. So uh, are you going to do anything fantastical this summer before you come back for Edge? We're all going to Boston for the band. Yeah. That's going to be great. That trip is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. Playing for the Lions Club convention. Yeah. The National Lions Club convention in July. And the Alabama band will be the there. The Alabama band will be there as well. Yeah, so it's the first time I think that we've had two bands from two different blind schools. 
playing the Lions Parade. So that is going to be great. Be my last band trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Do but, you have any other summer plan? I might just hang out with my family and, like, maybe do a barbecue or. Are you doing any summer camps? Yeah. I'm doing a STEM career camp and advanced cooking camp. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be busy this summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, even though she's graduating, she says, that's not enough. I want to do a little bit more, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So I always like to ask this question and want you to think about it a second, but what advice would you give up and coming uh, students who are going to graduate after you? What's, what's some of the, what's some good advice for those guys? Well, I would give them, first of all, how about not be late to your classes? Don't be late. All right. And make sure you do all your assignments. Mm hmm. Cause if you don't turn one assignment in, then it affects your grade. It sure And it might affect how you graduate. That's right. That's very good advice. Okay. Is there anything you want to add? Any special shout outs to anybody? I want to give a shout out to Miss um, Trot because she has been an amazing teacher and she's helped me through basically all my life, sort of. And I'm going to really miss her mm-hmm. when I graduate. All right. All right. So anybody else? Big shout out to Miss Trot. Uh, I want to give a shout out to um, Miss Margolis because uh, she's helped me with like the jobs and helping me with what I want to do. And I really thank her for that. And I'm really going to miss her also next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you might still see her around the edge. Edge program. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Margolis is our transition coordinator, and I'm not sure um, how involved she is with the Edge program or not, but she is heavily involved with our guys that are 13 and older through 12th grade. So, does a fine job. All right. Well, thank you, Michaela, and we are so proud of you, and we wish you the very best of luck and all the successes as you move on getting your diploma, and going through the EDGE program. Thank you. So we are back in the April podcast here, and we got a special guest with us today, and we're going to talk about some interesting things. And it always seems to be, I don't know why, but every April we talk about art, right? For the last three or four years that I've done this, I don't know if it's because it's the spring or like art is in the air or what, but we got two guests with us and we all know this voice, Miss Claudia Redder. Welcome back. Hey, good to be here. Thank you for joining us. And we have a special guest with us today. His name is Dave Terry. Welcome to the podcast, Dave Terry. Thank you very much for having me, Mr. Uh, Kelly. All right. Well, thank you so much. We are here to talk about what's going on at OSSB and what's going on with our models, right? We've got these Great, wonderful, beautiful models that we've had for... And some music, right? <laughs> and some music, yes. And some 
You can do yeah, that. Too. He's already a bad guest. And I'll turn it off. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. I didn't even I didn't even hear that. But yeah, sure, we can talk about music. Awesome. Claudia, why don't you talk about a little bit uh, about how this came to be and how we have met Mr. Terry and how he's come on board with this project, and then we'll bounce it around the table a little bit. How's that sound? Sounds good. All Hopefully right, we can keep this short. Last year, we were working on the timeline banners of the OSB History Project. Mm -hmm. And as sort of an extension of that, we were able to focus more on restoration of the WPA models. Mm -hmm. uh, we were able to get an exhibition finally at the Ohio State House, um, which is going to have the timeline banners, but also the model of the Ohio State House. And in order to get that ready for the show, we needed to find an expert to help us clean it up, mm -hmm. uh, fix broken parts, and kind of tell us how to move forward with not just restoring that one, but to help us with the entire project. Because there are, I think, somewhere around 60 models that are languishing in the basement, yeah, um, which we're hoping to fix. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Terry, you're, if I understand Claudia correctly, you're kind of the spit and polish guy. Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> I, uh, I've been doing art restoration for 40 years here in Columbus. Wow. And, uh, met Claudia and she showed me what was going on here and I was pretty impressed. Uh, well, before you get into it too much, I can't let that go that you've been doing this for 40 years. Um, that it's kind of a, a unique, profession if you would you call it that or a unique kind of a career or job to restore these old you know old artwork like this or is it more common than what i think no actually here in columbus it's fairly rare uh i'm the only one there's one other well there should be two there was one lady that worked with me for about eight years and she mm -hmm. went on her own way okay uh, we deal with a lot of chemicals and oh it's you're in precarious positions a lot of times when you're working so sure. She wanted to have kids, and so she went on her own way, and gotcha. she hasn't got back into it. And then for the last 14 years, I had a gentleman working with me, and uh, he decided to go on his own. And uh, so now I am back by myself. So and I'm starting uh, to realize a common denominator here. There's but. just – yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the only one. Uh, there's one other guy here in town that does it, and I've been doing it ever since the lady that did it before I got started in it. Okay. Uh, once she stopped doing ago. it, I started doing it. So what got you? Was it her that got you interested in this? or? Well, actually, I ran a gallery in Columbus. You know, I've always loved history, and I'm also an artist. And so I, I got into the, the collecting art and then – I've also been an auctioneer of fine art for 40 years. So I was running a gallery in Columbus in the 80s, and there was a, a lady that was doing restoration for the museum and other institutions. And I was getting calls constantly at the gallery for her to put people in touch with someone that could do restoration. Okay. And she got to the point where she was getting elderly and just was really slowing down. And I think it was a lot more work than she could handle at the time. Uh -huh. And I said, wow, what a, a good way to, to find a new niche. And sure. I was already dealing in art, and now I was prepared to become Columbus's next art restorer. So you became her apprentice, I guess. No, I tried. She was yeah. not that kind. <laughs> um, no, she basically told me she was um, – and she was pretty blunt about it. I tried to pick her brain a little bit and mm -hmm. find out 
the ins and outs. And she says, you're more than capable of learning the way I did. Uh, figure it out for yourself. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a lot of trial and error. There's really no place to go learn the profession unless you want to apprentice under somebody. Okay. And she was pretty much it. Okay. Uh, so I just gathered up all the material I could and went from there. So it's kind of a big risk to take, I would think. I mean, you could be dealing with some priceless materials that you're working with and you're still learning how to do it. And Yeah, well, I didn't start out with a Monet for sure. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> no, I took in I, – I was pretty careful about not – doing what I was not capable of. You know, mm-hmm. you, you've got to start out slow you don't, and don't put all the pressure on yourself, which I'm pretty good at doing. Sure. Uh, okay. As Claudia tell you, you know, we don't have much time to finish <laughs> the piece we're doing, but I'm, I stay pretty confident. Um, so, you know, you don't start out with the tough things and, and you learn as you go. And I think you do that with any profession or any job that you do. Sure. And all you do is just get better at it, especially if you have a passion for it. Yeah. And I th- it helped immensely that I was already an artist and, and knew a lot of the materials. Yeah. So how long did it take you, or maybe you still haven't gotten there yet, where you, where you, in your brain, you're like, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. I've got the knowledge. I've got the tools. I've got everything I need. And I'm totally confident in my abilities to to touch anything and, and bring it back to, to, to the way it needs to be. Claudia and I touched on that a little bit today. I'm pretty confident. I don't think anybody will ever, if you don't learn something new every day, right. I, I think that's an issue. I think you should always learn no matter what right. you're doing. Even if you know people consider you the best or you yourself feel confident enough that you know you are the best or, or can and are capable of doing whatever you're, you're doing at the time. Mm-hmm. But you're constantly learning and Basically, what you're doing is problem solving, sure. like we all do every sure. single day. Right. So each project presents its own series of issues that you have to overcome. And it's basically thinking them through and proceeding from there and and using everything you know and then adding everything you learn during that process. And I think it helps to have a very good memory, too. So okay. I've yeah. been lucky with that. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that in terms of when you're planning what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. What is that process like, or is it different for, for every project? It's different for every project. What you know, Sometimes you're working on – I'll be working on a sculpture. So it's a whole – this is funny also. As Claudia knows, I'm carrying a heavy bag with me because I'm working on site. And uh-huh. normally I work out of a studio, You know, if it's a painting or a sculpture that I can take to my studio. Okay, but yeah. large pieces and large projects, sometimes you you have to take your studio there. Sure. So yeah, you have to you have to look and you have to you know look at each problem that you're presented with, and you have to basically solve that problem. And there's things, for instance, today that I forgot to bring with me, but you make do. I have a quite a quite a few different things in my bag of tricks, I guess. So. But for the most part, I did a walkthrough with Claudia and looked at all the pieces. And wow, it was it was overwhelming mentally for me. But the historical aspect of mm. it, I found fascinating. And if you haven't seen these, and anybody out there that hasn't seen these, should really come take a look if you can. It's, right. it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I love what we're doing with the whole. You know, you you can you can look at the big model. You know, like the the airplane hangar, for instance, uh, and then you can look at a, a smaller 
scaled down 3D model of that same thing. So you get the big picture and then you get the whole thing that you could, you know, maybe fit in the palm of your hand kind of a thing and, and kind of see the whole, whole thing at once. That's, that's pretty good. So that brings us back to your getting involved in this restoration project here at OSSB. Can, can you talk about that a little bit? Well, um, you know, when I looked, when Claudia first showed me the pieces, I looked at them and, and I'm a history buff anyway, but I started looking and, and thinking, when you look at these items, now I've seen the items that they use today. Now, these are the items, you know, and they're a lot smaller, the items that they use today. If you don't have sight and you've never been able to look at and understand, touch or feel the Leaning Tower of Pisa, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, or t- take any example of a, a world-famous structure, mm-hmm. they have little models that they can actually feel, touch, hold, and all the information and the little nuances they get from that. What we're dealing with, when she first showed them to me, these are models, and they're quite a bit bigger. Uh, you know, some of them being maybe four or five feet by five feet square and, and even as tall. You look at them, you see the age. They're all made by artists from the WPA period, yeah. uh, most of them That's out right. of wood or any object, any material they had at the time. But when you look at them, they're, a lot of people think they're in disarray. I see historical I see history in it. Do you imagine how many fingers, how how many minds, how many thoughts are behind these? Right. Every time somebody touched them, the feeling they got. And that's what you're seeing is you're seeing something that was touched by, touched thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Right. So yeah. they're going to have dirt. They're going to have some yeah. wear. They're sure. going to have paint worn off. Yeah. Um, so trying to restore them and get them so they will last for a pre- long time. Pres- preservation. <laughs> um, to do that without getting rid of that aesthetic value is what we're looking for, I think. Wow. And that's what I tried to talk to Claudia about is, is you don't want them to make, make them look brand new. We can paint them. We can fix them and make them all look fantastic. Right. Like, you know, they were made yesterday, but that's not the point. Right. They're historical and you want to preserve that. Have all those aesthetics because it's character, right? And Absolutely. It's, it's, it's strong character. And you're right. I, I didn't even think about the work aspect and, you know, how many hands have been on those. Absolutely. Uh, it is, that is fantastic. And so, that's all to answer your question. That's also why I, Got interested in the, you know, I looked at them and I was in awe. Mm-hmm. Claudia's got a passion for getting them done. I know the people here yeah. at yeah. the Ohio State School for the Blind want, uh, want to get that done. They've been here a long time and they need taken care of and other people need to experience them. Yeah. So that got me interested. Yeah. And there's talk and there's been talk about setting up a, a museum room of some sort. For these models, because once they are restored, they have to be they have to be kept in a in, in a place that's going to maintain that. You can't just you know dump them down in a room somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So somewhere that's uh, has the right climate and the humidity and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. They need uh, they just need a little love, a little okay. care. Uh, right. They've been forgotten about for a while. Yeah, not totally, but. Yes, the, these things are fantastic. Um, they definitely need their own space. They need to continue to be viewed. Sure. Yeah. And touched. Yeah. So That's wh- okay. What's what's the project look like? I mean, did you 
did you kind of go through and say, okay, we're going to prioritize and we're going to pick these models first and work on those? And, and do you give yourself a timeline or you're just like, this is going to get done as it gets done kind of a thing? Uh, Claudia, you want to take that or you want me to? Well, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. oh, uh, well, when I first met Claudia, you know, we looked at everything and, and like I said, I was in awe and I was also overwhelmed. Like she said, there's 60 approximately. Uh, they all have their own issue that could, because they're all different materials. Mm. I did kind of hint around, I, well, what kind of time frame are you looking at? Mm-hmm. And of course we all, and that's, it's natural, you know, human behavior that yesterday. Oh, could it be done yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, it is a project that's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. There are 60 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're all unique in their own way. But then Claudia definitely wanted a few that was going to be ready for an upcoming uh, exhibit at the Columbus State House, the mm-hmm. Ohio State House right. here in Columbus. Yeah. So I think the State House picked the one that they wanted and it is a model of, um, a scale model of the State House. And mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. So that's what we started with to see how it goes mm-hmm. and, Trying to get Claudia's feet wet and get her get her going and getting her kind of feeling what what it entails, mm-hmm. uh, getting some of the work done as far as not not taking it to the limit but doing what needs to be done because we are on a, a time limit at sure. the moment yeah. a- and like like I said before to preserve the aesthetic value and not to overdo them. Not to, I mean, it'd be real simple to just get them all out at one time and everything that needs painted white, paint it white. Sure. Uh, and everything that's brown, paint it brown. But that's, that's not the way to approach it, especially this type of project. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm sure you have to do a little bit of undoing and, and yes. then some redoing afterwards. And a lot of these have been touched, you know, several times before. Yeah. A lot of them have been restored several, <laughs> yeah. several times before. Yeah. So, uh, well, I've so, not done that, but I've definitely gotten out there and looked at them. <laughs> and that's good. And you're not the only one. I, I know it. Uh, man, I'll tell you, it's a very popular thing, especially when our alumni comes back and they're like, you got a key to the bowling alley? You know, so we can get in there and look at those. And I did notice they were in a bowling alley. Yeah. But anyway, um, going, coming back around to this exhibit that's coming up, do we, do we have a date for that yet, Claudia? Yeah, do May we? 1st. Through wow. June 2nd, so pretty soon. Um, wow. And then we actually have a second exhibit scheduled at the State Library. I believe that's from October to December, and there'll be a few more models scheduled to go there as well. So wow. I'll be working here this summer. Yeah, so are we <laughs> going to put are we going to put apprentice in front of your name? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think she's already beyond that, quite honestly. No, I don't know. That she's she's doing fine, and uh, I think we're both just plodding along. Uh, we have one goal right now, and that's to meet the goal of getting this piece ready so right. they can view it, and and hopefully though we can get a lot of a lot of other interest in possibly getting some help because there's. Mm-hmm. 60 of them. I right. And, and, and I was going to ask you about that either, uh, you know, gratuitous, gratuitously or, you know, some sort of hands on, or, you know, are you looking to grow what you're doing? Um, is there any way people can donate funds or time or materials or, or any- I think they can do all the above. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest thing right now, and one of the ideas 
we're looking at and of whoever's listening out there, keep this in mind. Uh, all the different colleges and a lot of, even the high schools, a lot of them have uh, programs, especially in the off season. So in the summer months mm-hmm. that, uh, students need to get some apprenticeship in to, to a kind of apply towards whatever their, their main goal in, in life is, of course, whatever their right. subject matter that they're studying. But I know a lot of the galleries in Columbus uh, will get interns in and they will work for a certain amount of time. And it goes towards hours and goes towards, uh, you know, their grade sure. and and what they need to do for their classes in school. Um, that's one option we've discussed. The idea is to get some help when we figure out what that looks like right. um, and either do some grant writing or and or fun, fundraising. Right. Um, well, I think I, if I had to make a prediction, I think it's going to be like a snowball rolling downhill yeah, once do we get too. going. Right? <laughs> I think that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. Um, and I and I and I love projects like this. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned, listeners, because we will come up with a process to, uh, you know, have you have a lot of people uh, give a lot of people the opportunity to, uh, you know, buy into this program and be be part of what's going on. Right. So I think once you look at these, if anybody gets to look at them, you're going to feel the way I did initially. Yeah. Well, we're pretty impressive. Yeah. We're excited about that. And I just want to thank you both for coming out today and, and sharing this, this great news with us. Um, it's extraordinary. It's going to have a lot of impact on a lot of people. I do believe that we are going to cover the unveiling at the state house on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. That'll be in the May podcast. Great. Is there anything else? either one of you would like to add before we uh, before the bell rings and my next class comes in. If you can just turn the clocks back an hour, a couple hours here and there, it'd be great for us. But no, we're on a time limit and we were, you know, we're working feverishly to get everything done that we need to get done before this opening. And right. I wanted to say thank you to David Terry because he is very generously donating his time to help us with this project. So yeah. Thank you. See, that's where it starts. That's where the donation starts. And, that's right. And, you know, leading by example. And we do appreciate you coming in and, you know, your expertise and your talents and, and your knowledge uh, to this project. Uh, it, it definitely would not be the same without you. Right. Especially I if I did it. Very much. If I Especially if you did it, Mr. Kelly. Right. <laughs> he can fix anything with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what a can of spray paint will do. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, thank you both very much. And uh, we're going to be keeping in touch over the next few months and and keeping track of how this goes. And it's, I think it's just going to be wonderful. So, Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Mayfax, OSSB style. Yeah, you're Mayfax. Trayvon, won't you start us off? The Emerald is the birthstone of the month of May. Very good. All right, Zach, you're up. Tell us about our Zodiac signs for May. Horus <laughs> and Gemini are the... May zodiac sign. Very good. All right, Michaela. May's birth flower is the lily of the valley. All right. But yeah, nice flower. Trayvon. Yeah. May's full moon appeared on May 5th, and it's called the flower moon. All right. May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. This day celebrates the victory of the Mexican army over the French army at the Battle of Puebla in 1862. May 14th is Mother's Day, 
which can be traced back to the ancient Greeks. This day was created by Anne Jarvis in 1908 and became a U.S. holiday in 1914. It is celebrated on the second Sunday of May. We really do it up here at OSSB on Spirit Week on Monday. It's called called Colorful Monday, and students and staff can choose a color as a class, or individuals can wear as many colors as possible on Colorful Monday. Uh, then we have Twin Tuesday, so folks can dress up like each other that day. On the 17th, it's Hawaii Wednesday, and we get tropical, so... Everybody came to school in their best Hawaiian gear. Then we had Fantastical Thursday, and that's just you gear up your imagination, and you just get whimsical and, and wear whatever. And a favorite at OSSB on Friday is Pajama Day. Is May 26th is National Sorry or Healing Day. National Sorry or Healing Day. All right, so... I want all you guys to apologize to each other on May 26th. All right? We will. <laughs> I don't understand what that means exactly. It probably means like healing when you get injured or something. Yeah, well, there's all kinds of healing, right? Yeah. Yeah, physical, mental, emotional, you know, the whole thing. All right. Zach, you're up. Yes. May is Get Caught Breeding Month. Yeah. And National Good Car Keeping Month. I believe that because I had replace two tires on my car this morning and get the oil changed and it cost me like nine hundred dollars oh my word at least you get to celebrate that day (laughs) yeah that's a celebration (laughs) all right all right trayvon you're up may 10th for the second wednesday of may is root canal appreciation month all right and michaela May 14th, dance like a chicken day may 14th dance like a chicken day all right (laughs) And those are your facts, OSSB style. In the month of May, our students from OSSB went on a social studies field trip to the Capitol building. There, they learned how our government works and got some history about Ohio and the Capitol building. Coming up, we'll hear some experiences by one student and what it sounds like when you're standing in the rotunda. So the Capitol building is really great. We learned about like what it's about, like our legislative branch and what they do for work. All the senators and all the people who work to make our state what it is today. Thank you for having us in this trip. This is the rotunda of the Ohio State House. Yeah. Makes sense because no it's place the is that symbolic. No place is as important to the people than the rotunda. I'll explain why in a moment. Corey, you're having fun at the art festival. Yeah, what are you doing right now? I'm making a what? A fish. I'm making a fish. You can't tell what you're making out of. Tell me, how, how is this fish coming together? What are you using on it? I'm making little, I'm putting glitter stickers and little gems on. Mm-hmm. And I put a dorsal thin mm-hmm. and a, a different type of thing on. Yeah. And what's his body made out of? It's made out of... It's made out of a, a, music, a music CD, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's like the materials here. You just make a fish. So what's the theme of it this year? Ocean. Ocean. Yes. Huh? So that's, that explains the shark hats. Yes. And, we have shark hats. 
Yes, and we have a tide pool that they can feel real uh, ocean animals and shells. And they are making um, uh, picture frames with shells. And they have a photo booth with a backdrop of uh, under the sea. Mm -hmm. And they have um, made some goldfish snacks. And there's a crab game that they're doing relays in which they use little cla uh, claws. And you get Krabby Patties. Krabby Patties. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Mr. Kelly. Um, Hang on. They're also making um, ur sea urchins. Have you been over there? I have not been over to the they're sea urchins. Sea yet. urchins, and they're doing some sensory ocean uh, bottles that they are putting objects in and making shakers out of them. You yep, hear one of those right now. Yep. Yeah, that's what they're shaking. You want to tell so, me anything else? Is this the first year that this has come back since? No, we did it last year, but it was inside. We've had some bad weather the last few years, so we oh. haven't been outside in, in probably five years, this I would think, yeah. because of COVID and then and being bad weather. Yeah, this is my first. I, I think the last time I remember is when Miss Butler brought her camper in here. Oh, we, we did that one a while back. Yes, we did the, the camping theme. And then the, the pork theme. Well, the pork theme was outside too, wasn't it? Uh, which one? The, the one about the Ohio being the pork state. Oh, yes. We did yep. one on all the different symbols of Ohio, right. Ohio history. Yeah, Mr. Markham came to that one and did the uh, state flower. Yeah. This is great. This is this yeah. is great. Got a lot of people this out here. Of course, it's her first one. And it is her first one. Yeah, it's my first art festival. Nice. And the weather's nice today. Yes, it's <laughs> so, great. Sunny. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good morning, guys. Morning. Are we doing urchins over here? We are. We're making sea urchins over here. Mm -hmm. Daisy and I are playing. <laughs> Daisy's making a sensory bottle. So, okay. Which, she's in my classroom. She's my sensory bottle maker helper. This, this guy here? That guy there. So it's clay and then you suck in the pipe cleaners. Yeah. Whether you do or not. Spiky. Yeah, look at that. Thank you, Miss Myers. Just doing a little little segment for the podcast on the art festival. So we're just kind of stopping by different stations yeah great weather good. yes perfect. awesome all right no, miss not throw it miss mandy or yes. mr lee what what kind of thing we got going on over here this is a game called crab the enemy crab the enemy uh, i made that up how's, how's it work? i'm insane i don't know why i make up these games that i have to run it it's uh, insane anyway so how they have crab crab, crab uh, claw uh, gloves on, crab uh -huh. hands. Yeah. The runners do. Mr. Kelly. Yeah, feel that rubbery. Whoa, look at that. Big old thing. Big old and crab we have hands. a couple of these sharks. You can hear them like snapping. Mm -hmm. You. Why don't you give it to Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kelly so he can feel oh, how see. you see the, the feel mouth the opens up there. there. Okay. Yep. They don't actually hurt. We're just, no. There are people, there are sharks yeah. that try to stop you from getting the oh, sea no, anemones that are in the bucket uh, across the way over there. Okay. So they go from their empty bucket, pick up these, they're like little balls, uh -huh. yep, like little. a soft Kind of, I like, kind of like pom pom balls, I guess. Yeah. A little damp. They're mm -hmm. supposed to be sea anemones. Mm -hmm. You grab, back up, please. Back up, grab you them grab with the as many as you can and bring <laughs> it back to your bucket. <laughs> if you 
If you drop any on the grass, that doesn't count. Only what gets in the bucket. Uh -huh. Give them 60 seconds. And whoever has the most in the bucket is the winner. But everybody's a winner. Of course. Uh, but it's a really fun game. So. It sounds amazing. It is really it, fun. It sounds fun. All right. So we're going to have a game right now with uh, Javen. Mr. Lee's going to help him. Right. And Brenna is over on the uh, other side. And... I gotta put this ball. And these sharks get in the way. Weston is one and who's the other? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Javen's blocker. I'll just knock you out of the way. Oh, Daisy is a shark for uh, Brenna. And we've got Weston over here going to attack Mr. Lee all he wants, but not so Jake. Don't touch Javen. Back up, please. So we got room. Let me get my time. Weston, you, you should ride the... 60 seconds on the clock. Right. Back it up. All right, you're gonna do a little play-by-play -play here. Guys That's ready? right. Yeah. Sixty seconds. Let's go, guys. Three, two, one. Grab your enemy. Grab the enemy. All right, those those uh, those uh, sharks are looking pretty scary. Wesson's in his bucket. Brenna's in her bucket. Uh, yes, Brenna's first to her bucket. She didn't get drop any. Get out of the way. Come on, go, go, go. Right, he's approaching the bucket. He's approaching the bucket. He's oh, coming on, David. Put it in there. All right, here we go. Go, 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 go. So you get as many as you can on each trip. And then Grab you run. as many as you can. Yeah. Okay. Pun, pun. And then you're going back and grabbing more. Yep. 60 seconds. Yeah, 60, 26, 25 seconds left. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Get All right, him in here's there. the bucket. Get here's the bucket. bucket. All right. Bam down, bam down. Put it in there. Good job. Let's go, seconds. JV. Run, 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 Javen, run. Get it in there, get it in there. Get it in there. Good job. Oh, those are scary sharks. Four, three, two. No, get your bucket. Oh, oh, oh. Right in the neck. It's okay. Take off the crab hands and count how many you managed to pick up. No, in your bucket. Crabs, huh? All right, let me turn this off. There you go. All right. All right, let's see how many on the grass this time. Pretty hey, good. Pretty good. Well, yeah, no no fumble skills. fingers, man. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty good. Let's pretty good. See, uh, pretty fun. Yeah. Good weather for the Arts Fest. Uh, this is great. Sun's out. Uh, Sun's out. Right. Yeah. Not too hot. To go, I got so four teams. 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 Can you explain it on the podcast? I was talking about the Okay. Well, can you explain what the Orbeez activity was? So, like, my teacher name is Clack. She put, like, a lot of Orbeez in the, like, in this, like, pool. What's an Orbeez? Orbeez, like, this jelly thing. I don't know. They're called? like squishy beads. Oh, okay. Yeah, squishy right. beads. Sensory beads. Right. Yeah, and then she put sensory toys in them. Like, right. she put, like, fishes and like different kind of animals in it and you have to guess what they are and if you guess three animals you can you can get a prize hey that's cool what kind of so what kind of prizes are there there's like poppets pencils fidgets fidgets well that sounds pretty sweet well thank you for telling us about that you're awesome all right all right, so let's get started with prom 2023. 
23 prom queen is Hope Williams! everyone now it's time to talk about track and field day put on by the lions club and joining me on this end of the year podcast is the class of miss klein hello guys hello there we, there we go okay so we have in miss klein's class we've got cora hi cora. hi cora there's cora we also have amari hello amari hello there's amari and we have daisy over there Hi, Daisy. Hello, Arian. Hello. And we have Aaliyah. Hi. There's Aaliyah, and that's and Layla. Where's no Layla left? Yep, we don't Layla have we don't have Layla, and we don't have LG. All right, so guys, did you get to meet some lions this morning? No. no. What? No. The Lions Club is just some people that have retired that use their money to buy stuff for us. <laughs> right. So there aren't actually lions; they're people, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the Lions Club, they, they came from multiple clubs around Columbus, like Columbus Northeast, Columbus Northern, and the Worthington Noons Lion. Okay, so at least those three clubs were there, and if I missed anybody, I apologize. So let's start out with Amari. What events did you do today at Track and Field? Well, first I did the buckets with the strings, and I balanced on them, and then we did all did the the um the what is it called? I don't know. Flag or the fl- parachute with the balls and the pop, the popcorn. We played with it. Okay. And then, oh, and then, sorry. And then, um, I went to play with bubble stuff and did like the little things in the grass and all that other stuff. And then I went on the flashing path on the water side and I did a water game where we, um, passed the water down to get it to the other Very cool. So it was like a relay kind of a thing. I liked it. Yeah. All right, Arian, you're up next, sir. Um, yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah. There's there was a lot of teamwork games. Like, I, I remember, like I remember there's this game where you have to grab a balloon. You have to, ha- you have to have a partner. You have to put the balloon on your hip, and then your partner has to smush the balloon into your hip so you can hold it together. And then you walk down the sidewalk, and then you turn around and you walk back without dropping it. Now, do you have to switch who has the balloon? Did you say it was on their head? No, I said it was on their hip. On their hip. Okay, gotcha. All right. So, and the other partner has to use their hip to smash it into your hip. Yeah, like to sandwich it. So, so no hands, man, yeah, right? But no hands. Theirs. No hands. No hands. That's yeah, right. But don't pop it. But don't squish it too hard because one. One group accidentally popped there. Oh my goodness! Yep. Does it, it, so does that mean you get disqualified? No. Okay. All right. So, all right, uh, Daisy, what'd y'all have for lunch? Um, we had a pizza. Pizza. All right, that sounds good. Oh man, yummy pizza. One, one slice of pizza. Oh. Okay. Well. Yeah. yeah, we had two slices of pizza in the classroom. We had. Two more, but any, nobody wanted two more. Oh, okay. So there was plenty of pizza for everyone. Yeah. I only had one and, slice. I barely ate one slice. And we had it lemonade, too. Okay. 
Oh, uh, that sounds good. Nothing like pizza and cold lemonade, right? Yeah, but we also had it water if anybody wanted water. Oh, good. Okay. Leah, do you have anything to, to add? Um, Like, there is a slipping slide. Yeah, tell me about that. What was the slipping slide like? It was like so slippery that when I wasn't, I wasn't trying to get my face into it, but when I was sliding, I accidentally fell over. <laughs> yeah. And then I got my whole body wet. <laughs> yeah, but I bet it didn't take long to dry. No, yeah. It took forever. Did it? I, think, yeah. I mean, I ate lunch outside today and it's just gorgeous out. I mean, it's like 80 degrees and sunny. The sun's out. It's very bright. Yeah, you may have. I don't know. But uh yeah, let's let's have a big old thank you lions on three. One, two, three. Thank you, Lions Club. There we go. Thank you, Lions Club. Appreciate all you do for the Ohio State School for the Blind. And thank you everybody in Miss Klein's class for coming in and sharing your experiences about Lions Track and Field Day. Yeah, Real lions are this. not humans, and yeah. some are trained to stand on their back legs. Only if you train them real hard. Okay, fair enough. All right, welcome back, y'all, to the OSSB podcast. Uh, we had the senior dinner, and it was good, and we're gonna. We're just gonna talk to Miss Barton. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you here too, Miss Barton. So, what experience? did you like about the senior dinner well i just can't believe that all of you guys are seniors it just seems like you were seventh graders yesterday so my favorite part was getting to see you guys um but besides you guys i think the chicken was the winner (laughs) the chicken was good it was really good the the chickpea soup was also good oh and that coconut cake that was really good Coconut cake. It was all so good. I didn't get to taste the senior mocktail, though. What did you guys think of the mocktail? It was really good. It was really good, yeah. It was like punch and something else in there. And it was in that cute little cheeky cup? Yeah. Very nice. Hey, Amina, you helped out. Um, you helped serve the seniors, right? Yeah, I did. What food was there? Um, the main course was... Jerk chicken, and they had mild flavor and also spicy. And we also had curry, and there was also for dessert um, mango cheesecake and coconut cake. Yeah, that's good. Did you have fun? Yeah, I enjoyed my time. It was nice, just a lot of people. Yeah, lots of people. Yeah. Thank you, Amina. Uh, so much more. So, what was it like being at the senior dinner since you didn't get to go last year? It was amazing. The food was delicious. The atmosphere was so fun between the tablecloths, the photo booth, the decorations hanging from the ceiling. The company was amazing. I was a guest of one, Michaela Pike. Thank you. Hanging out with the other seniors was nice to see their families, especially. I got to talk with Larry and his mom for most of the meal, and Marie and her family, um, Hope, her family. Jenna had her special guest, Dr. Labar, and Amina, another student. Um, There's so many people here. It's just so nice to see that community of support. I agree. Would you ever... 
do it again next year. A hundred percent. Sign me up. That cake was to die for. If you can get me the recipe from Miss Hans, whatever you do, extra credit, I'll make sure you get that diploma. Well, thank you, Miss Bright. Yeah, thanks anytime. For time, Miss Bright. Well, thanks for always covering that podcast. Get all those good highlights out. Yeah. You're very welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Miss Bright. Garrett, so um, Garrett, so what was your favorite part about senior dinner? My favorite part? Yeah. Um, all the families coming together and meeting and talking. I really liked that a lot. Um, it was nice and warming. I mean, we feel like one giant family, so. Yeah, because we are. Mm-hmm. Was this really good? I liked the food. I really loved the food. It was, it was good. I liked the um, the uh, uh, chickpea curry. That was really good. I liked that vegetarian option. It was nice. See, and the rice and beans. I had, like, an entire plate full of rice and beans. <laughs> really good rice and beans. I did ask Would you ever do it again? I would. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm a senior already, um, so unless yeah. I come back, then I'd do it. So, you know, I'd come and serve. So, yeah, absolutely. You can be an, an alumni. Yeah, I'll be an alumni. Come and eat the food. I haven't been here in like six months. I'll, I'll come back. No, I would absolutely do senior dinner again. I would love to serve people. That would be fantastic. Good. Do you, do you like this setting? Oh, yeah, I love this setting. It's nice. It's cozy. It feels, I mean, like, this is, this is nice. This is uh, an area we've been very often so I mean it's really nice and welcoming I mean this is my first time and I loved it yeah it's great it's fantastic I think yeah I like that they do this it's it's meaningful to all the students thank you Garrett okay no thank you guys I really appreciate it I, I love answering questions I've been here, but I didn't get a chance to talk to you because you've been sitting in there. How are you? I'm good. I'm trying to get better. I have knee surgery and I'm trying to get the swelling to go away. I'm in bad shape, so I'm hoping to come back in May. Graduation. Let's just walk Nolan down the aisles. Okay, girl, hopefully I'll see you guys in probably May 1st, hopefully. Let's pray. All right, got to find Miss Burwood so she can move. Obviously, the Good senior dinner was a success. Um, what so, part 
What um did you use to cook all the food? Like, what were the recipes? Okay, well, okay. The the chicken was a jerk chicken, which is a Jamaican recipe, so it's got some spices in it. Um, Jamaican recipes use a lot of like. Um, paprika there's a lot of thyme there was thyme in the rice there's just a lot of different flavors that we're not quite used to and there was cayenne um that made it hot okay, the sauces like the sauce for the plantain chips was pineapple and brown sugar and butter and coconut milk okay uh the sauce that we put on the cake that was um pineapple again with coconut milk Okay, so you're going to find a lot of the tropical fruits that we don't have around here. We made the plantains with some cinnamon. Um, I'm trying to think. I think that was it. Was it hard preparing for It wasn't too bad. Out of all the dinners I prepared for, this one wasn't so bad. Because a lot of it we could make ahead. And, like, the chicken had to marinate. So we put that chicken and marinated it for, like, two days before we put it on the, on the, in the oven. So it really wasn't bad. The rice went quick and... It wasn't a bad meal to make. Would you ever keep doing this again? Yeah, I would probably make any of these recipes again. I thought they were all pretty good. Yeah, I like the cakes. I have both cakes. Yeah, Miss Emily is fabulous with the cakes. She did the coconut cake. She's really good with cakes. And then the mango cheesecake we pulled out. I thought it all came out well. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks for coming. I'm so glad you made it. Good afternoon, everyone. We have some visitors from Clovernook, and we are going to celebrate the Braille Challenge winners. Are you ready? My name is Kathy Delora, and I coordinate the Braille Challenge. I do want to thank Ms. Wagner and Mr. Kelly for making the arrangements for us to be here today to announce the winners of the 2023 Ohio Regional Braille Challenge. This year's event was a whole new experience. We were in a new venue, we had new participants, a lot of volunteers, and we had donuts and pizza, just like we always do at Cincinnati Museum Center. We have to start with Braille, what it truly means. And so I was exposed to the statement that the words, I use Braille because the words I touch touch me back and it is such a true statement no one else in reading and writing can say things like that it doesn't work well for the visual community to say well i see words and they touch me back right because that doesn't have the same effect as reading and writing braille does for us does it and it is such one of those important things because as i learn to touch the words i learn about the world and the surroundings that i have around me it was the concept that Louis Braille had when he was creating Braille, his idea and his mission and dream was that those who are blind and visually impaired would have full participation in the visual world around them so that they could lead active, independent, competitive lives. And so it gave a directive to the visual world that those who were blind and visually impaired through Braille could be included things could be adaptive. But for those of us who are blind and visually impaired, it gives us a directive as well. We are to make sure that we fully participate in our world. Not wait on the sidelines, not wait for someone to include us, 
but we want to be in the room where it happens, right? Uh-huh, my Hamilton, right? We want to be in the room where it happens, and Braille is the way that we do that. This year, we had our Braille challenge named the Braille Journey, and I couldn't think of a more aptitude name for it. Because Braille is a journey. It's part of the journey that makes up our lives. And for us in this room, for one day in February, all of our journeys combine. Braille is the part of the road that got us there. But the challenge, the Braille challenges itself, is a piece of the journey that we all share together. So now we're going to announce the winners. Um, each student is going to receive a framed certificate with their name in Braille and a cash prize. Uh, the certificates have the logo for this year's theme, the Braille Journey, which Ms. Stephanie mentioned. And thanks to OSSB's Zachary Seifert, who I see hiding over there. Zachary submitted the winning entry for this year's theme, and we'll be asking for entries for next year's theme at the very beginning of the next school year. So Mr. Kelly will let you know when that is, and everybody who enters a theme gets a $5 Amazon card. The winner, like Zachary, got a $100 gift card. So we're gonna start with um, the apprentice category. And Wesson James placed first. Is Wesson here today? Where is Wesson? All right. He is going to have a $100 prize. And, uh, okay, so for the next group um, is the freshmen, and we have three winners. We're going to start with third place for a $50 award, and that is Lyric Tribble. Oh, oh, right over on the right-hand side, coming down, jumping down the bleachers, running up here. All right. In second place of the freshman category for a $75 award, it's Stacia Boyd. Right. She is way up on the top bleacher. Here she comes. First place in the freshman category goes to Prescott Harper. With a $100 prize. Where is Prescott? Congratulations to our freshman winners. Okay, now for the sophomores. Um, so the third place um, sophomore winner is Cheyenne Rames. Oh, coming down the bleachers. And this is a $50 award. The second place winner in this category goes to school in Pennsylvania. Um, his name is Alan Suaya, and he, he's not here today. So we're going to send him his prize. And first place in the sophomore division is Javen Hall. And Javen will be receiving a $100 prize. 
Okay, so the junior varsity and varsity cash prizes are a little larger than the first ones. And in the third place for junior varsity with a $100 cash prize is Nadia Albrecht. And our second place winner is Amina Ahmed with a hundred and fifty dollars prize. Uh, the first place winner in this category uh, does not go to school here. Her name is Eunice Lopez Santos, and we'll be mailing her two hundred dollar prize. So, congratulations to our. Junior Varsity winners. Okay. Okay, the Varsity winners. All right. So third place Varsity with a $100 cash prize is Perseus Decker. They're helping me get better stuff. Second place, or $150 prize, is Hope Bashir's. Our first place winner in this category is someone many of you know. She's here today. She got, it's her last day of school for the year. And Mackenzie Love. Mackenzie. Mackenzie and her mom came today. Mackenzie is also one of the top 50 finalists and is going to the national competition. And in addition to her $200 cash prize, there's a check for $250 to put toward airfare. She's got to go to California. Let's have a big round of applause for all the winners. Today, we're going to interview our very own graduating, upcoming graduate, Jenna Allo. Good morning, Jenna. Good morning. Thanks. And we also have Trayvon and Zach joining us from the podcast team. Hey, guys. Good, Good morning. morning. All right. So, Jenna, are you excited about graduation? More like nervous. I still don't believe that it's happening. Like, it just doesn't feel real. It mm -hmm. came so fast. Yeah, time does fly. And you came here as a sixth grader, right? Yeah, sixth yeah. grade year. I was in Miss Perano's class. Yeah, those six, seven years have just flown by here at OSSB. What's some of your favorite, when you look back, you know, I know you're doing that because you're getting ready to graduate and you kind of reflect a little bit. What's some of your favorite experiences here at OSSB? I have a lot. Um, one of them is learning braille that was just braille was like life changing for me because i used to love reading mm -hmm. and i still do and for a while i just 
could not read because I couldn't see print. Yeah. So once I learned Braille, I was just like, it changed my life. Yeah, yeah. And you're using Braille all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you work with Miss Perano on that and and Miss Finley too, right? No, just Miss Perano. Wow. Um, She was like the best teacher ever. And I was just like so excited that I was able to learn it and like, Three to four months. Yeah, I remember it was really quick. And then you started using your Braille with technology, too. Yeah, I was working with you, like, most of the time, most of my time here at OSSB. And I learned, like, I learned how to use so many different Braille technology. Yeah, the Braille note, the Braille sense. Uh, refreshable braille displays, the focus, the chameleon. You've, you've done it all, right? Chameleon. <laughs> braille it opens up all kinds of worlds, right? Uh, all kinds of books and things like that. Yeah. So did you do any sports while you're here at school? Yeah. Um, so the two sports I did were track and field. Which I just love. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. And then swimming. Yeah. I love them both. Like, just, I never thought I'd be a runner, mm-hmm. but I actually love it. Yeah. How does it make you feel when you get out there and run? You almost feel like free. Yeah. Yep. You're either running away from something or running towards something, right? Yeah. I like the long distance. So just like when you're done, when you cross the finish line, mm-hmm. that feeling is just such a big accomplishment. Yes, it is. And your your big event was the mile, if I remember right. Yeah, the mile. That's great. What was your best time running the mile? Do you, do you remember? Yeah, it was 8 minutes and 25 seconds. Wow, that's pretty good. That is pretty good, Jenna. Okay. I would... I would struggle to run an eight-minute mile now. You also did a band while you were here, right? Oh, yeah. I did band. Joining the marching band was, like, such a great experience. Because at my old school, we, like, didn't even have a music class. Mm. So I didn't know how to play any instrument. Yeah. But, like, I started learning in sixth grade, and then... Marching band was just like up to the next level. I liked how, like, I liked the feeling of playing your instrument and then also like doing a show at the same time. Yeah. Like marching. Yeah. And the parades, the practices, the trips. Yeah, band's a great, was, is a great experience. Sure is. How do you think you've grown here? at OSSB? I feel like it really changed me. Like, because at first, I was just like, always, not sad, but like, not hopeless in a way. Because like, oh, I can't see, I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to rely on people to do things for me. Yeah. And then I came to this school, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. People are doing things 
that not blind or visually impaired people can do. Yeah. yeah. And so it was life changing. And it just, it opened my eyes and showed me that it is possible. I became like more, what's the word? Confident and believing, believing in your own abilities. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good. And that leads us to what you plan on doing after you graduate. Oh my God, I'll be bawling my eyes out as I walk across the stage. <laughs> Once I graduate, I'm looking at a, a couple options. I'm thinking about either doing the EDGE program mm -hmm. here at OSSB. Right. I was accepted, so it's definitely something to consider. Right. And then there's also another option, an opportunity that I'm looking at that's not through OSSB. Okay. It's through the um, HKC, the Helen Keller Center. Okay. Yep. And both of those are kind of the same in, in a way that they are getting you ready for, both those opportunities are getting you ready for college or getting you ready to go to work, right? Yeah, like they focus on like vocational skills and like independence, maybe college, I think. Yeah. 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 And you're doing the, the uh, what is it called, college credit plus now in high school. Yeah. So it's good to have that experience. So I always ask all the seniors this question, is, and that is, what advice would you give upcoming students? I would say always have the right mindset. Whatever you think is probably true. If you're always thinking, oh, this is impossible, I can't do this, then you're going to believe that and it's not going to make you want to even try. Mm -hmm. But like if you have the right mindset of, oh, this seems hard, but I think I can do it. I'm going to try my best. I'm going to do this. Then you are going to try your best and maybe you'll succeed. You probably will succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you fail a couple of times, right? You'll keep getting back up and working through it. That is good advice. Is there anything you want to add that we didn't talk about uh, that you want to share with us or maybe you want to give a shout out to some people on the podcast? Um, I'd like to give a shout out to a lot of my teachers, Miss Perano, Miss Barden. She's my advocate. You, Mr. Kelly. Oh, thank you. Um, Mr. Graham, he's my swim coach and my math teacher and graphics teacher. Miss Tract, she's not my teacher, but I'm really close to her and she's done a lot for me. Yeah. We wish nothing but the best for you and all your future endeavors and, and I just have loved having you as a student and having you part of this podcast team. We Just, are going to miss you, Jenna. I'm and, a voracious learner. So keep that growth going as you move forward 
in your life adventures and look forward to hearing great things about what you're doing. Thank you, Mr. Cowett. Are you going to come back on the show as an alumni focus one day? Oh, definitely. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks so much, Jenna. Thank you. Congratulations. All right, guys. This is the last podcast segment that we are recording together. It's been a crazy, wonderfully exciting year, hasn't it? Yes. I have had a lot of fun this year. It's been great teaching you guys how to do audio production. And I just want to ask you, and we'll start with Michaela. What did you get out of being on the podcast at OSSB this school year? I got out of the podcast was I'm able to turn on and off the speaker now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Michaela, when we go back and edit, we connect this uh big speaker that's in the middle of the table and plug that into the computer so we can all hear it and and Michaela is the speaker person the speaker master she gets it turned on and gets the volume set and uh, does a wonderful job doing that thank you for doing that just about every time this year Michaela did a great job all right let's go over to Zach what did you uh, get out of being on podcast this year Zach I got out of doing the May and uh, March facts when we do um, yeah, the facts, facts every month. OSSB. Yeah, yeah, the facts every month. Zach would get on his iPad and uh, look go, them up. Yep, go to town looking up all those facts yeah. and helping out with that and did a tremendous job doing some that. Some of the facts are pretty pretty good. Yeah, some of them. The, yeah. yeah. Let's go to Jenna. How about you? I feel like I got a lot out of being on the podcast. Like, I learned some new things like one thing i learned is how to edit so i use i learned how to use studio recorder and editing um i learned some things i need to work on like voice inflection and volume don't be scared of the microphone right right (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like don't be scared of that microphone it's not even there Definitely have made a lot of improvements in those areas this year. Did a great job, and especially on the editing, started off kind of like, oh, I don't know if we can do this or not, and you were able to figure it out and get the computer adjusted in the right way where you could hear everything and have done really well. And now I love editing. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Actually, that's one of the things I love about putting these together. I don't like the time that it takes sometimes. Because it does take a lot of time, but to be able to go back and clean up a file and, you know, get the extraneous stuff out of the background and and things like that, take the ums out and some of the deep breathing that can come in, audience doesn't want to hear all that, right? So, And another thing I want to say is I also just really enjoyed this. I really enjoy being a part of the podcast team and like doing those interviews. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. just, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Just, it's part of, you know, get in touch with the OSSB community and, and sharing that information with the world, with the global community, right? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jenna. You worked very hard, and I appreciate all your hard work. All right. Let's go over here to Sunshine. I mean, Trayvon. 
when Trayvon Sunshot is a nickname he has for Trayvon. Yeah, yeah when Trayvon comes in uh, every morning, I always say good morning, Sunshine. Right, Trayvon? Yes. <laughs> we love it. All right. So, Trayvon, how about you? What did you get out of the podcast this year? The editing. Yeah. You guys remember the first thing we did for our editing exercise this year? Do you remember the pizza? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to edit it on voice memos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we, we made ourselves a pizza with every topping in the world imaginable. And I said, okay, when you're done, you know, we put uh, meat and veggies on this pizza. And I said, you, you're either going to have an all meat pizza or you're going to have an all veggie pizza. So you had to take out either the vegetables or take out the meat, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. fun. That was fun. So, And then we did a, a counting one. We had to take out the even numbers or the odd numbers, that kind of thing. So, but yeah, and we've come a long way since then. Uh, so I just want to thank you guys very much for your hard work going out and doing those interviews, bringing them back, doing all that editing work on those interviews and, uh, keeping a positive attitude and upbeat. And, and thank you, Mr. Kelly, for teaching us. Oh, you're yeah, welcome. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All I will never forget skills. you, Mr. Kelly, once I graduate. Okay. All right. I'm I'm pretty unforgettable. All right. Because of the, I will be listening to this podcast, and I will never forget you. All right. I'll never forget your voice. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, we just want to wish everyone out there in podcast land, everybody in Panther Nation, want to wish you a very good summer, uh, an enjoyable summer. Whether you're continuing to work or if you're on vacation, uh, whatever your plans are, just, just have a wonderful summer. And for those of you that are coming back next year, rest up, recharge those batteries and come in here and ready to work hard in the fall. Right, guys? Yes. Yes. I, but okay. it's the truth. All right. Okay. Yep. I know I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a little work this summer, but I'm also going to take some vacation time to spend with my family and do some things with them. And uh, then I'm going to be ready to get back to the grind and work hard when we come back in the fall. And we're going to wish our seniors the best of luck and all their future plans too. So now one last time, we're going to back up from those microphones a little bit and we're going to count to three and we're going to say, go Panthers. Ready? Yeah. One, back it up. One, two, three. Go Panthers!